we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way. And I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 1,187 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? How was your weekend? Uh, healthy and alive. Um, weekend was pretty chill, uh, relatively speaking. Um, but yeah, it was good otherwise. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear you had a good weekend and you didn't burn up, which is great. No, it didn't burn up. Um, it was probably more likely we were going to get blown away because we did have some thunderstorms over the weekend. Um, it looked like it could have gotten bad in some places, but it was doing a weird. Um, so the, the storm was big enough to go over like most of the state at once and parts of Kansas. And when it got to uh, the town that I live in, that area, it was literally causing a bubble. And like the storm was going around my town quite literally. And then it finally hit. It, it was weird. It was like literally going around it and then reforming on the other side of town. And it was just like this little bubble where the town was. And it was cloudy, but not raining or anything. And then finally it started raining and thunderstorms were all around us. We could hear thunder and every, lightning and all that around us, but nothing ever actually on top of us until, you know, a couple hours into it. Interesting. It's funny how those things work sometimes. You're right in the heart of Tornado Alley. Actually, they all originate down there. So it's um, it's quite something how they uh, how those storm cells behave. Anyway, Tech Tuesday. I thought today we would talk about satellite communications. I mean, exclusively. I I know you probably have a couple other things, and we can get into that uh, when we're you know when we finish this up. But I thought today specifically because of all of the stuff we've talked about before. We've talked about uh, encrypted phones. We've talked about uh, internet communications and, and all the rest of that stuff. But we've never exclusively talked about satellite communications because it's really expensive for a lot of these things. And it's it's out of uh, the price range of a lot of people. And especially now during hard times, economic downturns and whatnot, people are not exactly looking to these types of things. However, if you are about preparedness, which we're big proponents of here, maybe these things would be of some value to you, especially when you have loved ones that are scattered around the country and around the globe, depending on where you are. These things have really, really come down in price in the last couple of years because I think part and parcel would be guys like Elon Musk. They're really bringing these satellite communications technologies down to a reasonable price. When I say down to a reasonable price, the average person can now afford this. Even during 
hard times. You can't afford this. When I say you can afford it, I'm talking about they're literally giving this away, more or less. They're giving it away. They're charging basically just the taxes on it because they have to. So I don't think you're going to get any cheaper than what we're going to talk about today when it comes to satellite communication. And you're not going to have to spend an arm and a leg in order to do that, which is good. In fact, I was actually thinking I might just pick one of these devices up for myself just because. Because it's almost cost nothing in comparison. But anyway, I thought I would go down the uh, the list here and I thought I would talk about some of the devices. I'm going to explain how a lot of this could be useful to you, uh, what the benefits are, what the downsides are, how they work, things like that, before I get into the actual devices themselves. So first of all, you might be thinking, you know what? I like the idea of a satellite telephone, but how does it work? Well, it doesn't work like a regular phone like a regular mobile phone or a cell phone or, or whatever. They're a little different. Basically, this is something that, that you could use when you're off the actual networks. So if the network is not available or you're so far out in an area where there isn't anything, say, oh, I don't know, out in the middle of the ocean, right? If you're on a cruise ship or whatever, which I know they think they have Wi-Fi on these things now, but uh, if you're on an ocean line or any kind of ocean-going vessels, you get a few miles offshore even, then you're not going to have any communications. But there are still a lot of useful things that these things come in handy for. But you're always going to need to be outside and you're always going to need to have the antenna up and everybody knows what the antennas look like on these satellite phones. It's, it's this big thing you stick in the air kind of thing. Um, and it's just, it, it has to be that large to reach the satellite. I mean, it's only 22,000 miles out, which is about 35,000 kilometers for those that are not using freedom units. We have to use both. But the good news is, is that you will always be connected no matter where you are, especially if there is no power. If you have no power, as in the grid is down, which we've talked about many times before, we're looking at possible grid down scenarios for a limited amount of time or possibly even longer. This would be a form of communication that would not go down. There are some problems. You know, it's not foolproof. This, As I said, this is not like a regular phone system and a regular texting system. When you send a text message, for example... It doesn't go straight through a lot of the time. Sometimes it'll take 5, 10, 15 minutes to go through because there's a lot of latency. If you make a telephone call, it's one of those where you have to talk and then you have to wait for a second or two for it to go up and then come back down. You know, when that person talks and that has to go up and then back down. So there's a latency thing that goes on. It's like two seconds, roughly. Exactly. But again, that's better than no communications. What exactly do they have in the way of networks that are in orbit? Well, let me see. There are some that do specifically texting only, which we'll talk about those devices today. And then there are some that will do both, you know, text and voice. So the satellites that can actually make calls are the following networks. Inmarsat. Okay, so anybody can look that up. Inmarsat. I'll talk about that network here shortly. The first network that was originally designed for ocean-going vessels and mariners covers most of the planet and a, in just a handful of satellites. I think there's about, I think they said, according to their website, they have eight satellites in total that are up there. They are looking also to do two polar orbits. So you'll be covered on the north and south poles as well. Right now, those areas are not covered. I think you can get as far down south as, I believe, St. George's Island in Antarctica, and that's it. 
you won't have anything yep. after that. However, the Iridium network will work. Iridium looks like it has coverage of everything looking at it. It does. I think they have, I want to say around 66 satellites or, or it's almost 70 or something like that. But that's a network that was put up there in the 1990s by Motorola, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it's it's still going. It still works. Uh, Garmin, I think, uses their system as well. They're still in use, uh, but it is one of those where Again, this this is the problem. So you have Inmarsat, which is a, sta- a geostationary orbit. So the satellites themselves do not move. They just hang out there. Iridium satellites actually move. That's why they're able to have global coverage. They'll have coverage on polar orbits because the satellite will actually orbit around the uh, the Earth. So it'll it'll actually move. Now, the problem is, is that you could be on a call, even though they have good coverage, You could be on a call, but if the satellite drops, say, over the horizon and there's not one and there's not another one for, I don't know, two or three hours or 45 minutes to an hour, then you're out of service until that next satellite comes around. That's the only downside to that. Now, it doesn't mean that it's a bad network. Um, I still think it's a good network, but there is that. Yeah, Iridium has 66 satellites in total. Uh, That's a low Earth orbit uh, satellite network. But Inmarsat, theirs hang just under or just over top of the equator. So if you're in the northern hemisphere, then you're going to point your antenna south uh, on your Inmarsat ISAT phone. And then if you're in the southern hemisphere, such as our listeners in South America, Africa, uh, New Zealand and, and Australia and Indonesia, then you'll point your antenna northward uh, toward the equator uh, and you'll always have service. So that is good. There's other networks like uh, Theraya. Theraya is exclusively the Eurasian landmass Africa and Australia, New Zealand area, Indonesia and stuff like that. So that will exclusively cover that uh, and Russia as well, I believe. But these networks yeah, are yeah, yeah, they're they're exclusively for that. So it's not uh, this is not a system that will work in the U.S., Canada, or South America. So or North North or South America, it won't work there. So if you're hanging out in the uh, the EU side of things and you do a lot of travel between the Middle East or uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, then that's a pretty good deal. To be fair, that's a, a company that offers a device. I think their entry level device is around six hundred. Uh, so and I'll be, I will be going over all those devices today uh, as far as cost and and what they are. Um, so there is there is that as well. So benefits, right? So what are the benefits of this? Obviously, you can make phone calls, you make texts, you can send text messages to regular phones. You know, it doesn't have to be to another satellite phone. That is expensive, by the way. When you call satellite phone to satellite phone, oh my goodness, that is expensive. They don't tell you about those. Uh, we'll go over some of the um, the costs of these things as well today. You will be able to access the uh, the web in certain places. You get very low speed internet. Uh, I would recommend uh, Starlink service, possibly. That's around 100 a month, I think, uh, if you want to do that. Uh, you also have commercial broadband that's available that's a little bit faster through companies like Inmarsat and things like that. Uh, but that's not something that I think that you could keep to like you couldn't go out and and do all of your Facebooking and your Instagramming and whatever it is that people do your tweeting and everything else. But uh, there is that. So apart from that, again, it's useful in rural areas, remote rural areas out in the middle of nowhere. If you're driving from one town to the next no offense, say, for example, in Oklahoma, where Bruce is, then a lot of times you get off the main road, then you don't have phone service for 45 minutes to an hour and you break down out there. If someone's not coming by in their tractor or pickup truck, then you might be stranded out there for a little bit unless you have a satellite phone. And if you have a satellite phone or a satellite communication device of some kind, then you can call for help. Also, out in the middle of the ocean, again, if you're a person that goes on to ocean-going vessels, very handy. Uh, And of course, when normal cell phone service is disrupted, for example, natural disasters, right? Hurricanes, 
power outages, tropical storms, wildfires, all this stuff. All these things cause the network to go down. When the cell phone towers don't have power, your phone doesn't either. Oh, it'll turn on, but it's useless. It's a paperweight. Other things like if you're in a war zone, uh, you know, some people, sometimes people just end up there, right? So they'll take down communications and yeah, any kind of other emergency, whatever. For that reason, satellite phones, they're popular for people like hikers, climbers, sailors, and people that just like to jump around the world, right? However, you do need to read up on the laws of whatever country or territory that you will be visiting, because if you go taking a satellite phone or a communications device into countries that don't allow them, you're going to be in trouble. For example, if you try to take a satellite phone into Russia, you're going to be in a bit of trouble. If you try to take a satellite phone into Egypt, you're going to be in some trouble. So, Look into these things before you go to any of these countries, if you plan on going to them. I don't plan on going to any of these places uh, anytime soon. So, um, yeah, I have no no interest whatsoever. And quite frankly, Bruce, I don't think people like us are, are welcome there. No, no, no. They try to they try to say that we're welcome there in some of the propaganda videos that they do. But uh, no, we're not welcome there. Not at all. No. Okay, what are the downsides? I'm talking about all the good things, right? <laughs> has to be downsides to it. Well, downsides, they are expensive. They are really expensive. Like I said, there are cheaper budget options that we're going to talk about today, too. So we're going to talk about the most expensive ones, and we're going to talk about the bargain basement ones that, quite frankly, I'm excited about the bargain basement ones because I have <laughs> one of the expensive ones, and I'm looking to get into something a little bit more you know, cost effective. I'm looking forward to that. The other downside, they are a little bit bulky. There is that, you know, you look at one of these phones, compare one of these, these satellite phones to say your first handheld mobile phones from back in the nineties. You remember those, Bruce, you remember those things? Yeah. Those big yeah. microwave looking things. Yeah. It, it's kind of mm -hmm. like those. Honestly, I compared mine next to, uh, hold on just a second. Let me grab it just for comparison. Honestly, I compared mine to a regular home cordless phone. So this is a regular home cordless phone, right? Bruce, as you can see clearly, right? This is a satellite phone, right? This is my set. This is side by side. It's about the same as in yeah. size wise. It, it's yeah. literally about the same. It's, it's not that much different. If you can put up with carrying a cordless phone around, you know, home cordless phone size phone around, obviously with the antenna down in your backpack, and it really, it weighs about the same. The weight is not that much different. The satellite phone's obviously just a little bit more, but between these two size wise, they're really not that much different. So downside, they are a little bit bulky. Obviously it's not going to be like a, a cell, you know, regular cell phone. The other problem, they don't work indoors. You do have to be outside unless you have a house with a window that faces south, such as I do, then you cannot use the phone inside. I can I can check my messages and stuff, all my calls and missed calls and everything. I can literally just set it up in the window because I have a window that's pointing south and it's on the second story. And so there's nothing that, you know, second floor. So there, there's nothing that's in my way. I have a clear shot of the sky from here and I get full five full bars of service, which is the most you can have. Another thing is weather conditions. If the weather conditions are not right, if you have like heavy clouds, um, heavy rain, things like that, you're probably not going to get very good service. That's with any network. That's not just exclusive to one network or the other. That's just the way that it is. So if you've got that, then you're probably not going to get uh, very good service. Albeit, I have to say that I have tested it in some bad weather conditions. I have. 
and I still have service, although it is diminished a little bit, but I still have it nonetheless. If it's, and, um, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say if it's a heavily electrical storm, you're probably not getting service just because the electromagnetic is going to interfere with the signal. Obviously, that and you're not going to be outside during a heavy. I mean, you shouldn't be yeah, outside. Shouldn't be during yeah. it heavy electrical storm. So yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be out there holding my arm up to the sky with something pointing at it. So, you know, that's, it's not exactly the best thing uh, you can do. Uh, an electrically conductive uh, rod. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That geological obstacles such as mountains, hillsides, large trees, that kind of thing, anything that's going to obstruct your view. So if you're down in a valley somewhere, you're not going to get service unless you're on the equator and you're looking straight up then, you know, you're not going to get service. If you're way in, in the northern hemisphere, I'm in I'm in the middle of Central Europe. So, you know, I kind of have to have a clear view of the, the the sky and pointing south. So those are some of the downsides. And that's it. So that's that's basically how they work. That's the benefits. And that's the downsides. Right. All of these things you have to consider. So, all right. So let's get into some of the you got anything else on that before we get into some of the devices here? No, that that pretty much I think that covers most of it. I mean, obviously you're going to you're going to have other downsides when you get into what network you use and what device you have, but uh obviously we can get into that as as we skim through devices. Yes, uh let's get into that now. So I want to talk about uh, a few I want to talk about two Iridium devices uh that are really popular and I want to talk about uh, an iSat device. I want to talk about a couple of Theraya devices, and I want to talk about the Garmin thing, and then this newest company that's coming online now and some of their devices. So I'm going to go down through these. I'm going to talk about what networks they're on, and I'm going to talk about what prices they are for the devices. Okay. So first up is the Iridium 955. This was a, about $1,000 when I first looked at it, and now this thing is around 1300 So the, the price of these things have gone up massively, absolutely incredibly since the start of COVID. I was lucky enough to get one at the last running before the prices went up, and I will talk about that. But the Iridium 9555, sorry, 9555, this is considered to be the best satellite phone for people that like to do a lot of hiking. The reasons you would look at this is because you have access to the Iridium network, because you have constant service, uh, even in places where you'd be down, like I said, down in a valley. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be beneficial to you if you're on the Iridium network, not on the MRSAT network, because you only have one direction to point at, whereas the Iridium satellite phones or the satellite network is directly above you. You can uh, manage the, uh, you know, the payment stuff with like uh, with call timing, uh, which you can pretty much do that on just about everything. Uh, it's got a mini USB data port and it's got a really bright backlit screen so you can see it even in the bright daylight conditions. These particular devices, these Iridium devices, these are the old LCD screens, so not the colored ones. These are the old ones, you know, the dot matrix displays, those. So that's what you're going to be running into uh, with these things. Again, this one's this one's over a thousand. Again, this looks like it, these these two devices look like your typical 1990s cellular phones. You know, that, that's what that's what they look like with little stubby antennas on them. The next one up is the Iridium Extreme 9575. This one has caught my eye from day one. I almost bought one of these things, but then I saw what the service was like on the Iridium network. It is a little bit more expensive. That's what I have to say about Iridium. They say that you have access to the cheap Iridium network. I don't know anything about that network. It's cheap. That network's the most expensive one going. Yeah, the plans start at $65 for 10 minutes a month. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's no, thank you. In that's half that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Anyway, the Iridium Extreme 9575. Now, what's interesting about this phone is it is full mil spec, as in it is a rugged phone. You know, th this is like one of those old mil spec uh, Nextel phones. Bruce, you remember those? The, like the, the guys in the oil rigs used to, to carry those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the one that construction workers used to carry because you could drop it from, I don't know, a pickup truck and run over it two or three times and it was still fine. You could still call people on it. Yeah, that one. That's what this is. Also, this is a unique feature to this phone and this network only. They have a push to talk service, just like the old Nextel networks. You have the walkie talkie feature from a global standpoint on that device. Also, there's a physical switch on this device to where you can actually switch off the uh, the tracking. You can, the tracking. You can do that on the MRSAT as well. This particular phone allows you to tether to a laptop. If you have a laptop, so you have low speed data, not very fast, but you do have low speed data. It also has an integrated emergency button as well as GPS, uh, a GPS unit inside the device itself. Again, this is a great device. This one is quite expensive. This one's about $1,500. So it is it is one of the higher priced ones. However, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, 1800. I'm sorry, 1800 is what it goes for. Uh, I've uh, prices must have gone up again. Uh, but that's what that one is selling for now is around 1800. And these things, these, these are actually more expensive on the black market, because the Ukraine situation, what's going on over there, like they have no communications in there. They're having to rely on on satellite networks. The next device up is the device that I have personally, this is the Inmarsat iSat Phone 2. Again, I was lucky enough to get one of these when the prices were at the lowest. So I got mine, I want to say for, I think it was like 750. I had it. It was that was shipped and everything. I had it sent over from the UK because no shops here had them. There was a shop that was just down the road from me, a satellite phone store that was just down the road from me that said on their website they had one in stock. But when I actually called them, they didn't have it. So I couldn't. I was just going to go down there the next day with cash and buy it. But I had to buy it from the outside because I wasn't vaccinated. Yeah. You see how I was discriminated against? You see that? I had to take the uh, the cash only purchase out the back door. Yeah. That's how you got treated. But anyway, this is the best phone if you're looking at going out, say, on like ocean liners and, and stuff like that, or if you're uh, if you're out on like charter fishes off the coast and things like that, uh, as well as hiking, backpacking, any of that stuff. Uh, this is this is great. Now, what is unique about this one? Well, as I said, this is one of the smaller ones. You're on a different network. You have the mil spec specifications on it. So it is tough. It is waterproof. You also have some other features on the phone itself. The phone has the emergency call button. The phone has a built-in GPS unit. It has a built-in altimeter. So you always know what altitude you're at. It also has your exact geolocation coordinates, which you can get from the GPS, albeit not in. Well, usually when you have the GPS feature, it tells you just kind of where you are. It doesn't give you the exact coordinates. This one does. Uh, this one also has Bluetooth. Very unusual for a satellite phone. So you can actually hook up a Bluetooth headset to it. It will pair and you will have the usual Bluetooth distance. It also has a speakerphone. Not a lot of these things have speakerphones. This has a full color display whereas the other ones do not. It's easy to get a battery replacement. The battery replacements are, are pretty well pretty well off with these things. Again, the networks are easy. It has a fold-out antenna, so that is... Maybe that's a downside, I don't know. But the good news about this one is, is when you fold the antenna down, you can still receive calls and texts. You can still get them. The phone will still ring 
which is very unusual. I actually had this thing. I was when I was out, I had it in my backpack. The phone was still ring while it was in my backpack, even when it didn't have a clear view. So the calls and the messages would still come through, which is good. Um, again, it's very sturdy, you know, that kind of thing. It's uh, it, it's really well it's, it's really well built. Uh, it's uh, it's quite a phone. Now, again, the prices did go up. These are about thirteen hundred dollars now. But <laughs> Bruce is over there nodding his head and smiling. But uh, like I said, if if you can get one cheaper than that, I know you can you know buy maybe secondhand or something like that. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Usually when you go through these companies like uh, Satellite Phone Store or Orbital Satcom or Global Telsat Communications, any of these companies, if you go through them, usually they can do refurbs and you'll get them for half price, something like that. And they really do clean them up and, and basically get them back to, to brand new. These things are tough as nails as they are anyway. So they can take a beating. There's nothing wrong with getting a refurb, I don't think. And they come with the guarantee anyway. The iSat phone too, uh, you can get one of those for free at the low, low price of $89 a month. <laughs> Yes, there so is that. If you pay $90 yeah. a month, you get a free one, but you have to be a, you pay that over 15, 15 months. So it does end yes. up being nearly yeah. $1,400, but you know. But with that, you also get, I believe it's 150 minutes a month in service. 100, yeah. Yeah, well, if you can get the promo deal, if, if you're on the satellite phone store, you can get the, uh, the promo deal with them, I believe, and you can get 150 minutes and you get rollover minutes which is good. I have rollover minutes. And so whatever minutes I don't use, then they roll over. Now, the other option you have with these is if you buy the device outright, you can do this with Iridium, but it's a little bit more expensive. The device outright, when you buy it outright, you can do a prepaid service and that will save you a tremendous amount of money. So if you want to do a prepaid service, if you don't talk, I mean, you're not really going to talk on this thing very much unless it's an absolute emergency, right? If you buy it, all you have to do is top it up every few months and you're good. And that works out to about 20, 25 or 20 to 30 dollars a month wherever you are, respectively. And that's not too bad, to be fair. That's not. Too, and you get to keep your minutes. So it's not like they disappear as long as you renew it, just like any prepaid phone. As long as you renew it before the, exp the expiration date, all of your time carries over and it never expires ever, which is good. So there are upsides to that. And you're not locked into a contract. You can cancel at any time, that kind of stuff. And you can always go back to them. By the way, the promo you were talking about, uh, mm -hmm. you do get 150, but the price is um, $100 a month and they have a higher uh, additional minute fee. Uh, it's almost double what the other ones are. Um, oh, I see. They must have changed it then. It's been a while since yeah. I've been on there. So anyway, this is a fantastic device. Uh, I love it. I, I I do not regret a single day that goes by when I don't have this. As a matter of fact, there's been times when I have literally been thankful that I've had this just in case. Not that I've had to use it, but just in case. I like having that peace of mind knowing that I've always got communications with somebody, whether it's here or halfway around the world, because we know people all over. So it does help in that. Downside again, uh, hikers, campers, that kind of stuff. Uh, if you're near the north or or the south, you might have reasonable concerns, like uh, in a valley, as I said, that is a problem. Finding a signal, that could be an issue. If you're somebody that travels maybe near the equator, uh, or if you're in Florida, for example, uh, you'll be fine. Right. So if you're down in, in those areas, if you're in the southern U.S., that kind of stuff, you're fine. But again, there's a lot of things uh, on this phone that uh, that are actually really good. As I said, though, don't expect a whole lot in the way of features. You know, I explain what the features are. Those are the like those are the best of them. So don't expect a whole lot. 
So you're you're kind of getting back to you know the 1990s, a glorified 1990s, early 2000s uh, kind of kind of phone, uh, as in like the the interface and the style and that kind of stuff. They give you about ten ringers to choose from if you care anything about that. So there is that. Moving right along to the next network. This is a different network. These are different devices. This one is a cheaper option. This is exclusively for people that are in the European landmass, Asia, Australia, New Zealand. Africa. The US and Canada and South America do not apply here because this network is just not available there. Uh, so I'm also, going to be very... Yeah, go on. Just Parts of South Africa are actually not covered by this network either. Interesting. It's like a okay. very southern part of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good to know. I didn't know that. I thought it was I thought it was all of it. Theraya is a network that's operated out of the United Arab Emirates. So if you're someone say like, I don't know, our own Marty Foster, who would jump between the UK and the Middle East for business, then this would be the device for him. You can pick up something called the Theraya XT Lite, which runs about 600 euros which is not very expensive in comparison. That's really cheap for a satellite phone. And to be honest, the prices, as in the service cost for this network, are some of the cheapest that I have ever seen for voice service. It is really cheap. And when I say cheap, you spend, I don't know, 60 euros a year, and that's about it on it, you know, just for their basic plan, you know, with just a few minutes. And then you can add to that later. But uh, you get 365 days of validity on any kind of a, a prepaid plan. So that is a uh, it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic deal if you're uh, one of our European listeners or Australia, or New Zealand. But this is a great phone, great device. If you don't plan on leaving anywhere in that part of the world. And when I say that part of the world, I'm, we're talking 180 countries here. So that's a big area to, to travel. So if you don't plan on going to the U.S., uh, or parts of uh, Central and South America, then uh, or Canada, then I mean I don't see why one of these devices wouldn't interest you, especially if you're in Australia and you're looking to to save some money. And I know that some places in Australia you get out there, then there's nothing. I mean there's nothing. So I could see why these things would be um, be very uh, attractive to to someone like that. Now they have another device. It's not listed here, but uh, I'm just going to briefly mention it. It's called the Theraya XT Pro. And I've personally looked at that device. I was actually interested in it. And what's unique about that phone, again, it's like the 1990s big bulky thing, right? But there was something that was really interesting about that phone. And that is, it is a dual SIM capability. So you have the ability to use the satellite network as well as a GSM network. So you can use your regular SIM card from your provider with it. So you can choose between the two networks. That was kind of attractive to me. Now, the other device that I looked at from Theraya was something called the X5 Touch. What is that? I'm sure you've probably seen it. The X5 Touch is the world's first and only Android sat phone. Comes with a full touch screen, Android operating system. It has both, again, the dual SIM capability, so you can operate on your LTE networks, 4G LTE networks, whatever they are, and the SAT network, the satellite network, at the same time. So if you're out and you don't have service, then guess what? You've got service all of a sudden. Uh, and that's for continuous coverage all the way around. This is also the only satellite phone I've ever seen that actually has cameras on it. So it's got front and back facing cameras. 
Uh, but again, this device, this device is about $2,000 uh, or 2,000 euros, excuse me, uh, which is really, really expensive uh, for a SAT device. That That is quite, quite high uh, if you're going to get into something like that. There is that. I, and I, I looked at that uh, a while back and I, I, was, I was mildly interested. And then I thought, you know what? No, I'm just going to wait because there's going to be something else that comes along. And lo and behold, now there is. Uh, but we'll get into that shortly. What do you have on any of these devices before we move on? Because now I'm going to get into straight text messages. I, I don't really have anything else to add to it other than, you know, just uh, as you said, look at uh, the countries you're visiting uh, and, you know, laws and um, double check that you do have service there uh, for that. Because like I said, it is there is a small bit of uh, South Africa that is not covered. Uh, so I don't know if there's a small bit of Australia that is not covered as well, like the Southern Hemisphere. That would that would make sense or, you know, the Southern part. Um, but it, it, like I said, it, it's a very small portion of uh, South Africa that's not covered. Could be Tasmania that's not covered. I, I did see on one of the uh, uh, the maps I was looking at today for this newer company that we're going to look at. I did see that uh, they actually don't cover Tasmania, which was strange to me, but it must just be too far south. I, I don't know. Yeah, that looks like it, it could very well be. Uh, it, it's possible that Tasmania won't be covered as well. Hmm. Bet Uridium will work down there, I'm assuming. Uh, it covers just about everything. Uh, I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything that Iridium does not cover. Yeah. I think uh, in fact, I, I, I double checked. They just launched a satellite here back in May. Oh, they did? Okay. So they're still updating the network. That's good. That's good. Moving right along, speaking of uh, the Iridium network, Garmin. Everybody's familiar with Garmin, right? The, the GPS company Garmin. They actually use Iridium's network when they do their GPS uh, tracking systems. Our very own GP actually has one of these devices, and he just swears by it. He loves it. Of course, if you try and find him on it, he's still in Los Angeles when he's actually in Florida. That's not to say that the device is not working. He just hasn't had it turned on. The Garmin InReach Mini is this little tiny thing. I mean, tiny, tiny thing. It's about the size of, uh, what would you say, Bruce, about a Tic Tac box? Something like it, maybe a little bit thicker than that. Yeah, 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 pretty close to that, yeah. Yeah, this little tiny thing, it's got about a one inch by one inch screen on it, and it weighs about 100 grams. I mean, this thing weighs nothing, pretty much, nothing. Has a standby time of up to 24 days on it, which is really, really good. So what does this thing do? This is your own personal satellite communication system. And so it does just about everything that a regular satellite phone can do, minus the voice aspect of things. You can only do text messages. So if you have the companion app to your mobile phone, your current smartphone, even if you're off network, guess what? Your smartphone is now a satellite phone with one of these devices. I don't know the exact cost of this. What is the cost of this thing? Uh, I think it's 300. They don't have it on this list. Hold on. I'm looking on it. Okay. So yeah, 300. This thing runs $300. So 300 bucks and you have not only two-way texting, you also have navigation and you have emergency SOS if you need it. Uh, emergency location, you know, that kind of stuff. So you can send people your location. Oh, wait, that's one of the things on the NMAR side I forgot to mention is you have a breadcrumb trail. So you can actually drop a breadcrumb trail and you can actually, people can, you get notified, like you can notify people as to your exact geolocation at any point in time. So if you're out somewhere and let's say you're in trouble, not only do you have the ability to send your location to somebody that is in your call logs uh, or in your phone book, you can also send it to rescue authorities. Uh, and that's that's good. Now, the rescue plans on these things, you know, if you're one of these hikers or something like that, we're talking 10 a year, right? A, a 10 pound, 10 euro, $10, whatever a year. That's nothing. That's nothing for search and rescue to find you. So that's that's a, a lifesaver if you need it. 
So again, Garmin inReach Mini, fantastic little device. The next thing that I wanted to discuss was, it's called a bivy stick. Have you heard of these things, bivy sticks? I have, yeah. Don't know much okay. about them though. Yeah, yeah, bivy stick. This is this is a, made by a company called ACR, not to be confused with your favorite rifle there, Bruce. Uh, but this is uh, this is something, again, just a satellite messenger, has the ability to send geolocations. And it is not a voice communication device. It is texting only. Again, working with your smartphone, with an app, a Bluetooth app. Every device becomes a satellite phone. The problems with this is 300 bucks. Another problem with this, service, 69 a month. That's a problem. But it allows you to send, I believe it's 1,200 characters in a text message. And if you text device to device, then I don't think it costs anything. Uh, but again, you're paying, you know, I mean, that's that's a that's a major expense. That, that's a major expense for that kind of stuff, you know, just for texting, that kind of thing. But it, again, it's good if you're looking for some type of a, a lifeline, you know, to the world, that kind of stuff. So again, Bivy Stick is promoted by a uh, uh, satellite phone store, I think is one of these companies again. Uh, and I believe Glo uh, Global Telsat, I believe that in the EU, I believe that they have these for sale as well. I got an email on them the other day. The next device that I like is, and I, again, this is one that I personally looked at. Um, I almost took this. This is through a company called Global Star. This is a different provider. I didn't talk about Global Star. This is a, another network. And the service that you would buy is through Global Star. And this is called the Spot X. I actually consulted GP about this when I was looking at SAT devices. I didn't know if I wanted a phone or just a, a communicator. And I opted for the phone because the phone was available and I couldn't turn it down because I knew if I didn't get one, then I wasn't going to get one. So I just bought it. But the Spot X, these are nifty little devices. This this is reminiscent. This is a standalone device. This does, has nothing to do with your smartphone. This is reminiscent of a BlackBerry of the 19 uh, or excuse me, of 2000, somewhere along in there. So BlackBerry devices, anybody remembers those? It has the full keyboard on it. Uh, again, it's a it's a small two-way satellite linked communication device. It works entirely on its own. It's not the same as, uh, say, one of these other devices where it pairs to your phone, that kind of stuff. So the keyboard, again, allows you to text. You can text, uh, send and receive text messages. Service plans offer different tiers of messaging, that kind of stuff. The price of this is very attractive. It's about $200, 200 bucks. That's not bad. That's really not bad. Again, full coverage everywhere you go. Only text, problem, service plans. I think just to get you in the door with, I think, 20, uh, 20 messages a month or something is like 15 bucks a month or something like that. Yep. Uh, and then even higher than if you want to uh, look at, uh, I think it's unlimited. I think that'll run you about 30 or 40 or something like that. I, I can't can't recall. It's been a while since I looked at yeah. that. 35. There you go. It's a low initial purchase price, which is good. It's got a full built-in keyboard. It's entirely independent, has its own GPS uh, built into it. It's got its own compass and, and barometer and altimeter and all that stuff built into it, which is really, really good for hikers, that kind of stuff. But, but again, you know, I looked at one of these devices. It was a very attractive device uh, when I looked at it because it had a lot of the features that I was looking for. But then I realized there was a sat phone that had all that in it. So I just opted for the phone. I would also say that the coverage is a little bit a little bit more shaky compared to the other ones. Um, yeah, it's it's global star. It's a different network. So yeah, yeah, it, it's a little. I mean, it'll it'll cover all the major. If you're visiting Africa, it doesn't work in the middle of Africa, basically. Got it. Which is weird because it it works it works pretty much everywhere else. But when you're looking at Africa, it works in northern Africa and southern Africa. But there's a strip that it's not it's not covered. Strange. And part of the um, southern oceans down there, either side, uh, it's not Interesting. covered. That is all that I had for these devices, which brings us to the new devices 
right? These are the these are what I call like the legacy devices. These are the the older ones. Uh, they, and when I say the older, that doesn't mean that they're unreliable. These are very reliable. These are people that have been in the game for decades, literal decades. Some of these companies have been in business since the 90s. And the satellite airtime, the cost of service has really come down. I remember in the 1990s, I, I remember my my first job. I was I was working at Radio Shack. It was right out of high school. I would sell satellite phones back then to like the the business people and the people that work on like oil rigs and stuff. They would come in and they would custom order their satellite phones, and they were the size of suitcases. Right, these things they were in briefcases. These things they were huge. Uh, or it was this massive like box, you know, with the um with the handset that was off to the side with a cord on it. Those things, and they were they were like ten thousand dollars. Those things, you know. I mean, we're, we're talking. 20, 25 years ago, those things were 10 grand for those things. And on top of that, to make a call through a satellite back then was like nine to $10 a minute. Now we're talking by comparison, we're talking on average, even if you go with the the plan that Bruce was talking about, the 99 a month with the hundred minutes, that's a dollar a minute, more or less. You're getting that for for a dollar a minute. So it's or even cheaper, though, if you go with some of the other options, a lot of these things, they've really come down in price, even though we think, boy, that's really expensive. You have to think about where they were. I remember 20, 25 years ago what these things were selling for and what the service plans were selling for. And you didn't have the coverage back then that you've got now. The coverage is is unlimited now by comparison. Even if this is still too expensive, you have other options. We're going to talk about that. There is a new company out there. It's a new startup. It's called Bullet, B-U-L-L-I-T-T. It's out of the UK. Now, what does this company do? This is a brand new company, and they are offering their own set of devices. I was caught off guard when I got an ad the other day from my my satellite provider for one of these devices. It said, are you interested in the new Cat S75? I said, what the hell is a Cat S75? I said, Cat, you mean like Caterpillar? You like those big, heavy machinery things? And so I went, I looked, and well, lo and behold, they manufacture their own phone, their own satellite phone. Really? I'm going to have a look at this thing. It's called the Cat S75, and it's available. It's it's already on the market, and it is around $500, maybe a little bit more, depending on where you are, based on taxes and value-added tax and things like that, if you have uh, VAT tax in your country. Uh, but these things are available, and they're they're all ready for you to buy. And it goes through their uh, their bullet satellite network, which is already in orbit. The downside, there is a downside to this. Now, I, again, this is it's obviously this is their first run of devices and things. So, I mean, there is a downside. The downside is these are only texting devices. These are not voice devices. Very important. These are not voice compatible. The Cat S75 phone is an Android smartphone. It has a dual SIM card capability. So you can use your SIM card from your provider, and it also comes with a satellite SIM card as well. So you can access the satellite network only for texting. It only works for texting. So you always have access to a text message. So you're you're globally connected. It doesn't matter. Again, 500 bucks, 500 bucks for a smartphone and it has satellite capability. That's already undercutting the, the main competitors out there. And this phone, I mean, we looked at the specifications. This phone is is pretty sturdy. It's it's full mil spec, everything. It's it's waterproof. You can drop this thing in the what's it? What they say like five meters of water for a half an hour or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, it, it's already pretty pretty stout. And uh, also to note, some of these phones are actually uh, 
capable of being dropped in a jet of water, it says, uh, for multiple minutes, uh, yeah, up to, it, it, it's, it's about five meters of water, roughly, yeah. Hmm. Again, Cat S75, if you're interested in that, go check that out. It, it's available, I think, just about everywhere and on Amazon, I believe. You would have to custom order it. Now, two other devices. I'm going to get to uh, this. Fo- this phone is not out yet. It is on the way. It is not out yet. It's called the Motorola Defy 2. Not the one. The one is already out. It has nothing to do with this. The Motorola Defy 2 already has satellite capability built into it. It is a 5G Android smartphone that has the ability to connect to the satellite network. So it is its own sat phone. I don't know what the price on it's going to be. The company hasn't said yet. We're waiting on that. You can get put onto a waiting list for it, but the phone is on its way and they say that it is due in Q2 of this year. So now anytime we're waiting on it. They said June. So we're in the middle of June. So I expect to see it very soon. Again, that's a Motorola Defy 2. You can go to bullet.com, B-U-L-L-I-T-T. You can go to their website and you can find the device and you can get put onto a waiting list uh, if you so choose. The next device and the final device that I'm going to talk about is one that I am interested in. Now, what is unique about this one? This is the Motorola Defy Satellite Link. This is not a phone. This is a keychain dongle. So these little tiny keychain things, you know, these little something you can just literally hang off your, your keychain. It'll attach to like a, a pack or your belt loop or something. It's this little tiny disc and it will sell for $100, 100 euros or 100 pounds. And this will connect to your smartphone, your existing smartphone via a Bluetooth app. And this will turn any smartphone you currently have into a satellite communication device. What makes this so interesting? Yes, you have to buy the device. It's $100. It's 100 euros, 100 pounds, whatever. It's 100 bucks to buy this thing. What makes this fantastic? What makes all this really great value is the service that they offer. Now, again, we haven't had experience in working with this yet because we're waiting on some of these devices. Again, these two Motorola devices, they are not out yet. Obviously, I'm not going to buy the, you know, the smartphone. I, I do other things with, with my smartphone, so I'm not worried about that. And I have a sat phone already, so I'm not interested in that. But the little link device, I'm, I'm curious about that because it's so inexpensive. But more than that, the service. The service is where these people are going to undercut the rest of the marketplace. Right now, if you get one of these Garmin devices, their most basic plan for messaging on the Garmin inReach or whatever I was explaining, that is $300 plus it's $20 a month for their most basic plan. If you look at things like Global Star with the SpotX device or the Bivy, these are expensive service costs. Bullet is going to offer satellite service for starting at £3.99 a month or €4.99 a month. That's nothing. That is bargain basement prices. Even the most conservative, frugal person that's out there can't afford this if you're interested in it. I mean, that's that's nothing. You probably waste more money than that every month anyway. 30 messages a month is what they'll give you. 80 messages a month is what they will give you for 10 a month. 300 for 30. And you could sign up for 250 a month and you pay yearly at 60. So that's, yeah, there you go. This is a great deal. They'll give you three months for a free trial as well. 
you know, just to get you in the, but again, so it's a startup. That's a great deal for anybody that's looking for any kind of satellite communications, especially if you're not looking to spend a whole bunch of money. Like I said, some of these devices, these are, these are thousands of dollars. So I don't expect people that are looking to, to find peace of mind, spend that kind of money. I can understand that, especially now. But if you want to get in on it, if you want to have that extra layer of insurance, I mean, we've got insurance for everything else, right? Why not have insurance to stay in communications with somebody? If the power goes down and you want to be able to send a text message to your loved one that's halfway across the country or halfway across the world, you're going to wish you spent 100 to buy that keychain device and the three bucks a month or four bucks a month, whatever it is, to be able to send them a message and let them know or vice versa. Again, I think that uh, I think this is a great company. This is a UK, small UK startup, but I think this is a great way for people to get in on the ground floor. What do you think? I agree. Um, just just to get in, God, it, that's the other thing is just bringing in more competition, getting more availability out there. Because, you know, we mentioned earlier uh, Starlink, which is the really kind of the first um, upstart, if you will, uh, from uh, the, the, the trends of satellite. The problem is, is that service is now granted it's high speed Internet. What what that's offering uh, with Starlink. But that's still like 600 bucks for the unit itself. And then another like 60 bucks a month on top of that uh, for that service. Uh, and it's I don't I don't know how well it travels. I don't know if you can like stick it on top of your vehicle and then travel around if that if that would work. Uh, but um, it, having something cheaper like this, it, it's going to definitely kind of put the hurt on the other companies and they'll have to kind of evaluate their prices and and it'll make it more available to the average person. I'm hoping companies like Starlink and and uh, that offer the high speed stuff, I'm hoping that becomes more popular and we can get out of using like uh, terrestrial based uh, cell phone services and then use satellite uh, and then you have service globally and you can you can pay uh one you know pay for a service that works everywhere and it's not just you know a gsm network or what have you right so that that would be ideal because then you could have the average person that you know they well yeah not informed on this kind of stuff shall we say and they decide hey let's go on a hiking trip or something you know and they're not as prepared as uh it would be good for for them to be able to have that device built into their phone. Uh, they have, you know, GPS tracking, uh, breadcrumbs, something, you know, SOS even. Uh, so if something did happen out there, you know, they were stupid and decided they wanted to go take a, a photograph with the buffalo or something, you know, and end up getting... You saw uh, that too, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, people are just... Don't go near wild animals. I, I don't care how tame you think they are. Just leave them alone. Observe them from a distance. I know people that have um, gone back. Well, I mean, I'm talking like way back into like places like Colorado, like stream fishing and things like that. Uh, and they've gotten hurt back in there and places in, in uh, rural remote uh, Montana and places like that. Th this couple went canoeing and they fell out of their canoe. And the only thing that saved them was having their sat phone, their satellite device. That was the only thing that saved them because they were way out in the middle of nowhere in rural Montana. And if they didn't have that device, then they probably, due to the exposure, you know, hypothermia and everything being cold and wet and, and all the rest of it, they, they most surely probably would have died. So if they didn't have these things, again, you know, we're looking at this in, in terms of not just in the middle of a natural disaster, but if you're out just doing things like Bruce is talking about, if you have the inexperienced or even the experienced, you know, if you're if you're one of these people that's been doing this for years, it only takes one time for something to go wrong. 
then what do you do? You know, you're going to be thankful you've got something like this. And again, a hundred bucks, you know, that, like that's I, how that interests even somebody like me that's already got one of these devices, because I think that I think that's going to be a game changer. Yeah. That's yeah, going to be a real that, game changer. Yeah. If they can get that the network uh, grown even more, you know, yeah. to have a, yeah. a better global coverage and their coverage, be a real competitor. Yeah. It, I don't know if you've gone on their website, but their coverage, uh, their coverage right now is is this. So. Right now, this service is available in Europe. Okay, so it is available on continental Europe. Obviously, it's a UK-based company. I expect them to do their launch here first. It will be available starting this month in the continental United States. Okay, so that's good. Planned is third quarter. So starting around August, September, third quarter of this year, you'll have Central and South America, Africa, Indonesia, Australia, New Zealand. So it is coming. So keep an eye out for these things. If you're interested in these devices and you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money and you want to get in on it, you want to have that peace of mind, then this would be something for you to look at and keep an eye out for and get signed up on these waiting lists for when these devices release. Oh, I also forgot to mention, uh, they are looking at doing a phase three launch in July. So next month in Canada. So you're not out of the loop. Our, our Canadian listeners and people in Southern Alaska, you'll have that network available to you as well. But that's all I got today, Bruce. You have anything else? I, I thought it was a, a great topic to cover. Uh, we haven't exclusively talked about satellite devices because they're just, again, you know, that we went over, we went over everything from the most expensive down to the the cheapest and the ones that are that are coming up. So I think we uh, we did a wide array of coverage on on all that stuff. So there's got to be something in there for somebody somewhere. Yeah. I, as far as uh, anything even close to remotely close to the vein we're talking about, I don't really have anything else to, to add to it. Um, the only other stuff I was seeing is just stuff in the uh, tech news uh, of, of okay. relevance today. So nothing, nothing real. I will, right. I will mention this actually. I will mention this one because it it actually hit. I know a number of you uh, listeners may have kids or uh, what have you, and, and I know this is uh, fairly popular with the youngsters uh, in the video game world. Minecraft recently had some uh, uh, hack attempts that were that happened uh for modded minecraft um so you you might want to check into that a little bit more if your youngster plays modded minecraft uh you may want to look into what mods and mod packs were affected and what versions and um you know dig in to see what versions they're playing because it was installing um malware onto their systems and uh uh, one of the things to look for to know if you're infected, CurseForge actually has a article on this and they had some tools that they created to help identify this. Uh, but one of the things you look for is in your local app data file. Uh, if you have a Microsoft Edge folder, it's Microsoft Space Edge folder. You could potentially be infected. That Microsoft Space Edge is not the default folder format i'm just so. curious is this um is this chinese malware i'm assuming uh the origins are unknown my understanding <laughs> is well my understanding is the 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 reason this is unknown is it was actually the mod developers that were infected and what happened was is they they got infected themselves and in creating the mod or the mod pack it inadvertently infected the mod they were working on so when they uploaded it these were very well-known mods that a lot of people have played like literally millions of people have played and um it, it potentially infected so far there's only like six thousand confirmed uh people that downloaded 
and uh, were that downloaded the infected file. But That's a lot of credit card data that they're that, going to scrape that, off somebody's computer. This is the the information they were able to to garner were things like your Discord uh, token. So you know to to log into your account, it stole the token. Uh, your your Minecraft token. Uh, There's a few other tokens that it was stealing as well. So um, it, it you know just just be aware if you have kids that like it or you like it yourself. Just be aware. Of course, if you like it yourself, you're probably already aware that this happened. But anyway. Well, Bruce, thank you very much for that public service announcement. We really appreciate that. We will see you back here. I, I honestly, I, I don't know if we will be here tomorrow. Tomorrow's up in the air. I'm not really sure because everything's about Orange Man bad. And I don't like Orange Man. We are going to go ahead and call this one done. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone. And have a great evening.